0: gloucester welcome back to fishtown local it is about 150 degrees below zero today but one of my favorite people in gloucester has ice skated skied clawed his way out of the frozen tundra to join us today mr tom cox hey gordo how you doing tom welcome to fishtown local thanks all right well let's start with an easy one where sure. are you from
1: are you from gloucester no i'm a carpet beggar.
0: Okay. Tell oh, me about your I, bag.
1: Uh, well, I grew up as a, a kid from uh, northern New Jersey, from oh. Jersey. Oh. And uh, I lived there until Where early was there? teens. Where What town? Uh, Fort Lee, New Jersey. Oh, of course. Yeah. Well known, yeah. It holds up the western side of the George
0: Washington Bridge. <laughs> That's what I thought. That's the one we're going to make trouble for the mayor of Fort Lee. Oh, because they
1: closed the lower deck. Yeah, closed, in yeah. retaliation the for some gate uh, or
0: whatever it was. Bridge gate. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: I forget what the what the cause of that was. It was, it was that political. the dem-
0: the Democratic mayor of Fort Lee would not yeah. come out and support Christie as a oh, Republican. As saying, a, he can work with all as the a Democrats. Candidate for the president. Then, president then. Yeah. 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 yeah, and that's they got even— oh, What a
1: blowhard. Yeah. So how'd you get? Where'd you go from there? Well, I went to uh, prep school, and uh, where? Uh, I went to Mount Herman in Western oh, Massachusetts. Come on. And then I sort of stayed here ever since, because after, uh, after prep school, I went to MIT, and then did a brief stint, lived for a few years up in Peterborough, New Hampshire. And what
0: was your major in MIT? What were you angling for? I
1: started off in chemistry. Oh. They, they beat the gooey out of me. Oh. And after a year, I uh, transferred over to management, behavioral science. Oh. But my true love there and my minor slash double major was uh, in photography. So, yes, uh, which
0: has stayed with you ever since. It has. And for those that don't yeah. know, Tom is an award-winning, everybody uses that term and throws it around, an award-winning winning photographer right. um, who has a gallery. Yeah. Uh, and I have even bought one of your photos. Wow. And Yeah, the one <laughs> that was where you took the stream and you kept coming back in seasons and you'd oh, it. Right. There, did
1: you, so which version did you get? I did think I get... got
0: Autumn. All I know is... Yeah, the, they're,
1: they're all taken in Autumn. Uh, the but current. One, of them, one of them is more colorful. Yeah, I
0: think I got one you that got was more Arubesque. colorful. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah. the currents themselves, that made me appreciate your camera, that you could right. see every... Different kind of wave in the yeah. picture.
1: Yeah, I, Interestingly, it's not the camera that captures that. It's there all the time. And it's there even just for your naked eye to That's see. That's good point. If you take the time to yeah. observe.
0: Yeah. And it goes so fast yeah. that you don't see it that way, yeah. where it's printed out for you to well, the store real, forever. the real
1: art... In photography, is in the photographer's eye and mind. Of mm,
0: course, that's true. Yeah, As I, it is in the musician's mind too.
1: Well, music uh, and it, there is similarity yeah. because musicians also have to execute. And you have and to deal with
0: reality that's there, just well, like your stream, a, just well, like his. That's notes. sort of
1: that's uh, in musicianship. Yeah. It would be technique yeah. and in uh, and uh, also in photography. Yeah, because that's it. Um, the most important part of the camera of your equipment is the viewfinder. That's it. Is be able to see, uh, not just to look, but be able to see what you're looking at,
0: and to visualize the final product, yes, as it is in a video where you try to see True. how you want it to. True.
1: True. In fact, one of my, one of the more interesting photography courses I took at MIT, was taught by Minor White, who was oh the head God. of the department at yeah. the time, and the uh, the name of the course was, Creative Audience, and. We took some pictures in the class with a big 4x5 view camera. But the majority of the class time was spent looking at images, right side up, upside down, lying on our backs, oh. squinting, low light. Perspective, yeah. Well, to, to get a feel for the, uh, for the form and the shape uh-huh. of the light on the print and to get in touch with what, how, it made the, how the image makes you feel. So Minor White was all about portraying emotion through photography. That's so interesting. And and in order to be able to do that, so you want to know, you want to have in your brain what the effect you're trying to have on the final audience, Mm -hmm. and then backtrack through the necessary steps to achieve that image.
0: My wife's mother, uh, my mother-in-law, thinks of me as your teacher, (laughs) you know, a minor white.
1: Oh, I'm on your way. That's, so, well, that's what she refers
0: yeah, yeah. to me, as. Yes. Well, now yeah. this has led to your lifetime association with galleries and Well, art well and
1: not really a lifetime. It's really uh, recently, the last, I'd say, 13 or 14 years. I'm sorry,
0: that's your lifetime because that's as long as I've known you. So sorry. Oh, yeah. our lifetime. So that's no, our actually, <laughs>
1: actually, you and I go back to a Kiwanis yes, meeting back in, uh, I think it was 19... 19- 87 or 8, and we hooked up because we were both sailors.
0: Well, I, you and I yeah. had some famous moments in 1995, yeah. Yeah. which is a good, what, 23 years ago. The harbor froze. Dad. Yeah. Oh, right. The harbor froze, and I remember you were excited that I was winter sailing. Right. And I had that old winter 210, and it was out in the middle of the harbor where I kept freeing it from each space as the harbor froze. I was got yeah. out. That's and I remember you, you, come on, I'll go with you. And uh, you we jumped in that old rickety robot I had. We got right. about halfway out. Oh, that the plywood thing, dinghy. That plywood dinghy. And we started going, you know,
1: this, this is, not is really smart. dangerous.
0: Right. And uh, I think that these waves oh. are going to be coming up. No, over. As,
1: I, as I recall... We had no waves. We had uh, we had slush ice, and we were using the oars. Oh, that's right. We would stab into the ice yeah. and pull and ourselves push up our top. on push ourselves on it. Yeah, pull ourselves on top of the ice, <laughs> and our weight, our combined weight, the yeah. dinghy would crunch through. Yes, we were right. made, being our own icebreaker. <laughs> and, and we got halfway out to your mooring, and we had already moved the boat from uh, yeah, in uh, Smith Cove. Oh, no. oh no, it was yeah. in uh, from Smith Cove out yeah. to uh, the outer harbor. Yeah, we got halfway there and said,
0: "Turn back. This is this is yeah. stupid." Yeah.
1: And we got back, no sooner did we get back on the dock and we looked and there was a fishing boat going out. That's right. And it broke the ice. ice. And we turned around and sailed. And we did. And we we moved
0: the boat to the Outer Harbor. That's what you're thinking of. We We moved it to outside of Rocky Neck on that little, where you used to have your...
1: Over over to Oak Cove.
0: Yes. Oak Cove. That's what that's called. You used to have a dinghy there, too, I remember. I did for a while. for a while. And they they were very territorial about who was using it. Oh, yeah. 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 Peter would... uh, would But those were adventurous days. Good thing we were so stupid. Because nowadays, I probably
1: would look at this and Are you kidding? We're wusses. We don't even go out if it's below 20. I do, but...
0: But uh, yes, don't we, white man? (laughs) But right now, today, Smith Cove is completely frozen. I mean, and it's not that cold out uh, at twelve o'clock. It had come up about heat wave double digits. (laughs) I know we're up to sixteen or something. And I would have sailed today in a normal circumstance, right? Because I have the survival suit. Actually,
1: uh, I think. There may be some thawing going on there. We should check it out after yeah. the podcast. Yeah, well,
0: I remember also several times of taking uh, pickaxes and that thing called the mutt, which is like a harpoon yeah. with a, an icebreaker end. Th-
1: that's when you put the hole in the bottom of your sunfish. I think cockpit. it was. Yeah, it no, that, was been ice pick. <laughs> that was an nice
0: ever since. was an pick. <laughs> and I was trying to crush the uh, the ice out of it. <laughs> I,
1: I hope I hope you are more gentle with my sunfish. But it sunfish. didn't make a leak
0: <laughs> through the boat to the water. It no. made a boat from the outside to the inside of the hull. So when well, it rained, the would drain it would fill the, the hole up with rain so then right. you'd instantly be ready to sink. So, um, yeah. Well, that is funny. We have had some sails together. I remember a couple of yeah. times I say we had the mutt and the ice packs, and we basically put the sunfish, as you say, it was like the right. dinghy. Push the sunfish out, whack the ice to smithereens, yeah. push with your oar, and get to work the next pack. Right. But that was about 40 feet. And you could do about four feet at a time. So it took, but that was not just to sail. That was to freeze the boats, right? So we could move them and keep using them. Well, as I recall, we moved them over.
1: Didn't we move them over the side and keep them over by uh, the Madfish? The The Madfish because it doesn't
0: freeze on the west side. Yeah, just like at the harbor master's office, does not tend to freeze.
1: Well, I think what happens is that you get upwelling of, uh, of water from the bottom because of the wind blowing over it from the west. Ah, yeah, I think that's
0: true. Yeah, I'm sure that's true. Because and everything piles up in the corner there. on the east side on the Jack Alexander side. Well, right. speaking of that, now you do you have a boat yourself? He says, pretending to be <laughs> ignorant.
1: I have a small trimaran that I <laughs> For everyone who doesn't know, Tom there. has
0: that boat you see uh, off of. Um, the condos in East Gloucester that look out on Ten Pound Island. And it is such a James Bond boat. Yeah. It actually reminds me of the profile, looking forward at it, of the Romulan spaceship on Star Trek. Right. Of the, uh, the... way it looks like a spider. Of the Romulan and and fighters. Yeah. Right? And it was an early... Very bird-shaped. I don't want to call yours an early design, because okay. um, my stepfather owned a Trimoran that was really early in yeah. the 60s, and it was so fuddy, it's not even in the same Right, it's genus. one of those
1: homemade uh, yeah. plywood jobs. And
0: I'm trying to think who was the designer, Piver?
1: Uh, of my boat, it was Dick
0: Newick. So Piver was the one that uh, oh, Peter Pivers, Lewis had. Oh, yeah, Piver, yeah, it was probably. And uh, well, it was made Piver, of wood. You,
1: yeah. Right. Well, Triad is made of wood. Yeah. It's called molded wood. Oh. So thin veneers that are, held, that are fastened together with epoxy. Well, it's there a are rocket no ship. There's no fasteners in
0: it. It's a rocket ship. It yeah. is absolutely unbelievable. I remember one time we were doing a race in the vineyard, and we looked at it. it was 23 knots we were yep. going. Yeah. And for those of you who don't know what a knot is, you add 15%, like no, tipping, to uh, get to miles 20, an hour. Yeah. Is it? Well, yeah, 20%. 15, yeah. You
1: add 20. Okay. So yeah, tipping is 20, yeah. Right. 25 knots is uh, 30 miles an hour. Yeah. And in fact, so. with my new Doyle sails, I should put a plug in for them because they're fantastic. Uh, my top speed now uh, has been up to 26.5 knots.
0: Wow. Yeah. I remember there was a guy there, and he had the jib tacked. I said, let the jib out. We're, we're going to get into some trouble here. We were bearing off around right. the mark. And you were down trying to locate the mark on the... GPS, right. and the guy refused to let the. Oh, with the
1: black dog dash.
0: And the black dog dash, and he right. refused to let the. And I was starting to almost pee in my pants. I was so scared. started
1: to submarine and, the Liam about.
0: Uh, yeah, and we did submarine that, and, and we kept almost doing. It. I said, let it. Out. The guy was like, I'm screaming at you. Great. You're downstairs. You're. I'll be right up. You know. And finally, you come up and you go, What the hell is going on? <laughs> let
1: the jib I out, you I idiot! That, I doubt I was that polite. And you yeah, exactly, <laughs>
0: and, and 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 you were yelling at me, and I was going, Say! <laughs> A <laughs> hole to the guy. And I remember we let it out. And immediately, because I think we actually did bury it and yeah. staggered. And that's why right. you came up and said, what are you people doing? Right. I said, this jerk won't let the tail out. Right. <laughs> and right. uh, I remember the color of the water and the sky yeah. was about as terrifying. It was one of those things where the water was yellow. And right. it was just bubbling around the buoy. that. Yeah, car-
1: typical northeast weather. We
0: came out of Vineyard, We made a right turn. And the sky was black. Uh And it was four lit. Everything, you know, the sun's lit in the foreground as a photographer, and the background's totally black. And I remember going, it is the end of the universe as we know it. Well, you remember that better
1: than I do. Yeah. (laughs) Because that wasn't wasn't even the closest call I've had.
0: I remember. One time,
1: uh, uh, Judy and I were cruising the boat, uh, just the two of us in the Bahamas. Um, Our first, yeah, our first uh, time we cruised down there back in 2002. And... uh, it had pretty s- stiff wind, so I had a reef, two reefs in the main wow. and a little jib. Yeah. And we turned the corner by stirrup, and we were heading south with the wind behind us. And the wind relaxed, and we were in a better, you uh, know, an easier point of sail. So I a put the big jib up, and uh, I shook the reefs out. And we were sailing along, you know, fine as can be, doing 15, 16 knots. And all of a sudden, uh, Judy went down below to, to make some lunch. And all of a sudden, we had a, a little gust, and the boat accelerated off the top of a wave, surfed down the front of it, and I Buried. stuffed the main yeah. hull into the wave in front. The main hull? Main hull, not oh. just the armor. Right oh. up to the mast, yeah. and the boat just stopped dead That's from it. 18 to, like, 4.
0: To 0. Yeah. I mean, anybody who wants to picture it, it's the picture yeah. of being on a surfboard yeah. and just going down a wave and then going well, to the of, front of your bo- of your board and having the front bury.
1: What think, would happen? Think of putting <laughs> of going down a uh, uh, hill on your bicycle and putting the front brake on it, flipping right. it over the handlebars. <laughs> Going
0: forward. Yeah. Well, you also survived a dismasting or two. Uh,
1: or three. No! <laughs> well, tell but, me about those. But only two of them were on triad. Oh. And the ones on triad were actually quite controlled. benign yeah. and controlled yeah. because um, the wind wasn't that high. There were structural failures. Oh. Well, the, the so the first Dismasting was on my way back from Bermuda. Yes. And we were 400 miles offshore. And th- that was actually my 15 minutes of fame. I was interviewed live on radio, on WEEI Sports Radio. Come on! No, me and the, and the captain of the, of the uh, yeah. Royal Majesty Cruise Liner by mm-hmm. the, who, the, whoever the, who, the, big, yeah. the big jock was. Glen Ordway or,
0: uh, or whatever, yeah. Uh, uh, oh wait, you know, so the,
1: you got picked up by a cruise liner? By a cruise liner, yeah. Wow, oh, and yeah. how did they know you were in trouble? I set off in a perb, and uh, we had a, the mast actually pierced through the deck of the boat and came out the side, almost came out the side. Yes. Now, when he says, yeah. the boat, folks, yeah. Yeah. it's the same boat
0: he has today. Right. So if you're trying to put two and two together, and say, wait, so you abandoned the boat out to sea, 400 miles out to sea by right. a cruise owner, They took you away,
1: but you got your boat back? I salvaged it. And yeah. that means you had to go find it, didn't you? Yes, I didn't, I didn't find it personally, but yeah. I hired a friend of mine who had a, a single sideband radio and lived on a tugboat in Newport. And he had salvaged a 60-footer a couple weeks earlier, so I knew he had the capability. He um, contracted with a fishing boat named the Osprey, which has late, of late, as of a few years ago, is actually fishing out of Gloucester.
0: Oh, I remember and seeing that were, name. Yeah,
1: And they were on a fishing run going up on their way to the Grand Bank's and he diverted them to go look for my boat. And I had a friend... Um, Wait, because by
0: then it had drifted that far north in the, in the current? Well,
1: it takes, a couple, it takes a couple days for... It took a couple days to get the boat. Fishing boat 400 miles away is only doing 10 knots. Yeah. Takes him 40 hours plus. You know, and it was a good six hours uh, or eight hours after casting the boat off that, it, that my friend Tom Bandoni got on the case. So there's a full 48 hours before the fishing boat could even get to the place where, yeah. the, where my boat had been cast off.
0: But which way was it drifting, towards the U.S. or towards uh, uh, it didn't, Maine?
1: didn't I make mean, any difference. It drifted towards. about 50 miles. Jeez. But uh, he hired uh, Bob Rice, the uh, weather forecaster up in New Hampshire, to track the weather. And I had drift data from the boat. Uh, because uh, we'd been drifting out for 6 hours by the time the Royal Majesty got to us. To, oh, so you to already refuse. knew
0: what we were capable of.
1: Well, I knew what, what speed the mo- the yeah. boat was making. And fortunately, the weather was quite benign. It stayed southwest 10 to 15 knots for the entire time it was drifting. So, um, Tom, That's better than a west. Tom looked at a, He looked at a chart and uh, Bob Rice said it'll be between 40 and 50 degrees magnetic, between 40 and 50 miles away. Okay. So Tom put four dots on the chart, made an X between them, and said that's the most likely spot to find it. I hired, through a friend of mine, Jim, I um, forget his last name, lived in Magnolia, a pilot for Delta Airlines. Okay. He keeps a trainer jet over in Beverly Airport. And he knew a guy, a retired Eastern Airline pilot, with a, a Cessna Goldwing twin-engine small aircraft with extended range fuel tanks. Right. So I hired that guy with a co-pilot to go and spot and see if they could find wow. uh, my boat. And my friend, Sergei, Cherny, uh, Sergei Sikorsky, not an heir to the helicopter, yeah. unfortunately, but related. Yeah. Sergei was the, was the spotter because he knows what trimarines look like. And they waited until the, the Osprey got to the cast off point, And then the airplane flew to X marks the spot. And they flew there just to calibrate their GPS yeah. and start a spider web search, search a around. spiral yeah. search yeah. out of there. They only had 45 minutes of airtime oh geez. because of the distance involved, yeah. and they didn't have permission to stop and bring Bermuda to refuel. Oh. So they went to the center of the spot and the, to calibrate the GPS, started the calibration. The pilot banked to leave that cell, and Sergei, they were 5,000 yeah. feet, and Sergei looked down the, the tip of the wing, just happened to be glancing there, and he said, what he, what he saw, what he says, were three little white ants on the blue ocean. Uh, and he said, I think I see it. Yeah. So they, they swooped down. Sure enough, it was triad. Then they flew down to the Osprey. And the three little
0: white ants were, of course, the three hulls. The holes. three hulls. Yeah.
1: So they flew down the, uh, uh, down the rum line to the fish boat, to Osprey. And on low-power VHF, so no one else could hear it, yeah. gave them the position of oh, it. Oh, my god. And then it took the fishing boat Five hours to steam up there because it was 45 miles away. Yeah. And they could only make 10 knots. They had to knots.
0: subtract the movement or add the movement. No, not that much. Okay. But, they,
1: but they, they found it and they got uh, a line on it. And then they it took them a couple of days to tow the wow. boat back, back into Now, airport. when
0: you salvage it, yeah. does that mean the insurance company pays the salvage fee, and you use that to reimburse all the people you'd hired?
1: The, the best sixty dollars I've ever spent in my life was to extend my insurance policy from Coastwise U.S. to include a cruise to Bermuda. And the fine print in my insurance contract—it it was a an American insurance com- company. <laughs> It was a Lloyd's of London policy, but an American underwriter bought that risk from the Lloyd's pool. And the fine print in my insurance contract provided for reimbursement of up to three times the agreed value of the boat for salvage. So the insurance company could have been on the hook for the agreed value. At the time, it was, uh, I think, $60,000, plus three times the... Yeah. They could have been on the hook for two hundred and forty thousand bucks. Wow.
0: So you actually saved them yeah. money.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> sort of. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but you got back enough money to re to get a new match. Well, I got a
1: I got a full claim on the boat. It took me it took me three months to settle the claim and Jeez. I had to threaten to sue them for yeah. triple damages because yeah. they dragged their feet That's so much.
0: That's right. And it was in writing in the fine print. Oh yeah. So
1: and there was clear liability on their part. Well people no say pleasure. you are
0: a fine prince. So, well, I'm a fine prince it. reader. Yeah, right. <laughs> the prince of reading. Right. Um,
1: well, what was so the, the second the, one? Well, so the same. I've had oh that yeah, boat. Did, and they
0: towed it back. They uh, Osprey to
1: yeah, towed it back to Newport, and then I settled the claim. Wow. And then my friend and I motored it back up here. And our friend uh, Jay McLaughlin was the uh, my carpenter. To repair the damage no, to the hull. really? Yeah.
0: Very talented fellow. He was. Yeah.
1: And then uh, the mast was So totaled. did you
0: end up losing money on the whole net, net, net? No. Or you, ended, no. you really broke even. broke even
1: after everything? Yeah. They made the boat whole, including a well, new carbon fiber wing mast.
0: Well, good for you, because yeah. uh, if you hadn't been so proactive and, yeah. you know, united your troops. And that was my job for the summer. Them. Yeah.
1: You know? Yeah. There was. Wow. I went through five adjusters. And two of them, I would like to think I got fired.
0: Well, I hope you. Uh, I was going to say, I hope you get. Yeah.
1: Uh, I'm the customer from hell where insurance yeah. companies are <laughs> Well, I
0: hope you gave yourself a good Christmas <laughs> bonus. <laughs> well, now, tell me about the second one. Where was that? Uh, that was this last year, was it?
1: Well, that was the second dismasting on Triad. Yeah, and that was that was small potatoes. That was, was boilerplate.
0: That was just something failed and it went over slow motion. Yeah, the,
1: the hound uh, fractured through and oh. it went over slow motion. But yeah. the scary thing there, you, I mean, I was in protected water in. Uh, Elizabeth Harbor down in Georgetown in the Bahamas, where I cruise in the wintertime. And I had eight people aboard the boat. And the amazing thing is no one got hurt. So that was really the the good thing about that, dismasting. And it was protected waters, so I was able to throw the hook and recover the mast and the sails and everything. And the only thing that broke was a little piece about the size of your thumb out of of composite material... Where the Jesus shackle of the rigging attaches. But we, then, how did you get the boat back up with the broken mast? Did you, did Jude, you drive it? Judy and I motored it all the That's way up I here on our, on our Yamaha 9.9 but, horsepower. But did you have to stop
0: there. every two hours for gas? No.
1: You filled did, up 10 gel terry uh, I had about 30 gallons of gas.
0: And so you just motored the Couple, whole way? We,
1: yeah, all the way. It was 1,600 miles from Georgetown uh, to New Jersey where I had it repaired.
0: Did you go straight or did you stop and sleep? And well,
1: we stopped at night.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: The only the only uh, all day, all night was when we uh, left the Bahamas and went across the Gulf Stream.
0: But you weren't going even 10 miles an hour. No, six. 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 So yeah. that took Six or, a while. Six or seven. Yeah. Uh, right around there. That's like uh, yeah. 300 it, hours. <laughs> we
1: put uh, 300, 250 hours on the motor. Wow. That is five years of normal use. Yeah. And we burned 350 gallons of gas.
0: And the motor was okay.
1: Yeah, yeah, the motor's fine.
0: They are meant to be run. They
1: are.
0: The diesel yeah. engine on the boat I have is that's running at thirty hours. Well, it's no diesel. big deal. Diesel will yeah, will run forever as long they as you keep
1: oil and fueling it. Yeah, exactly. Pretty much. Yeah.
0: Right. Well, that is just so interesting. Well, now, um, yeah. tell me about your gallery. Do you not have yeah. an art gallery?
1: Uh, Judy and I co-manage a cooperative art gallery. On Rocky Neck, where we are two of 31 participating artists. Oh, I see. So we are elected. She's elected, or has been up to this point for the last five years. And what's the name Manager? of the gallery? I always call gallery, it Gallery Fifty
0: Three. Oh, that's exactly right. Yeah. I always call it the Tin Wall Gallery because you have those yeah. beautiful. Remember the tin ceilings. We in were. There and we the tin were walls. the. Uh,
1: we were the Bryant Gallery for quite a while, okay. Because the uh, the property uh, was owned by Austin Bryant. Who started the Rudder Restaurant. Yes, because there was a door yeah.
0: that got, that they had put right so that you could walk from one to the other. It's still there. It's still there, but they have it blocked off because I... No, it's open. That's, I don't know. I said it to... No, too.
1: Dennis uses it for storage. Okay. That, that half oh. of the attic, there's a tunnel on the second floor that goes from the second floor of the Rudder... Yeah, where their kitchen is oh, over to the okay. over to the but gallery, but the
0: bottom floor door, which used to be very accessible, when yeah. I looked through, to, I said it, yeah. and Joanne was saying, "No, there's not." I said, yeah. "Yes, there is," and we were leaving, right. and I walked up in there, said, "See," and right. then we looked, and there was a big uh thing, well, there were, shutter over there were, the door, there were,
1: uh, and there still is a big door on the east side of the building, which I call side. the back. Yeah.
0: No, oh, the other side,
1: opposite the street, yeah. because it used to be a warehouse for uh, salt cod, and then for uh, bottom paint oh. because the, the, the ba- that was where oh. the paint factory was uh, yeah. located. Tarn Watson Paint Factory. And we still open that door. Uh, in the daytime, to let the breeze through and the oh, view. Get the, we got uh, so yeah. many people that walk in because they see the view yeah. out the back door.
0: The, of course. Yeah. Well, you're also situated perfectly as people walk down. Watch here. Watch on Rocky Neck. Sure. They yeah. come down there and they go by the restaurants. Yeah. Well, you're. It's. ADC. You're not the first gallery, but you're the first no, in that the, section.
1: We're not the first, but we're certainly one of the more visible yeah. and prominent yeah. because we have uh, 90 feet of frontage right yeah. on right on Rocky Neck Avenue. Yeah. And it doesn't hurt that we're situated between two very busy restaurants. That's right, a and, and the, of the
0: series of galleries that are uh, at That's the right. Outrigger, or at, whatever you call Mad Fish it. Madfish Wharf. Sorry, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm showing my Well, mate. those are
1: coming back, because now, I don't know if you're aware, but uh, Ginger has bought half of that property. Oh. And Dennis Senecal bought half of it, and they're putting a lot of money into renovating those units.
0: Is, is Dennis the owner of the other two restaurants?
1: That's... That's Dennis Shea. Okay. So he owns the Rudder and the studio Uh, studio. currently.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, Dennis Senecal owns Kismet Wharf that was in between the two restaurants. Oh, that Dennis.
0: Okay. Right. And now he owns his neighbor. Yeah.
1: Now, no, Dennis Shea bought Dennis Senecal out. and Dennis purchased half of Madfish Wharf.
0: Wait, wait, wait. So does he own half of uh, Kismet Wharf? The no, other Dennis, all of it. Oh,
1: so he has—he's oh. like Monopoly. Yeah, he's got now. He's got the Rudder, the Gallery, Kismet Wharf, and the Studio. Wow, you know, Monopoly pieces all. Why sided is the together? Studio so
0: incredibly poorly run, and yeah. the Rudder is so incredibly well run? It's the same owner. I mean, the Studio uh, is the worst. I'm sorry, the yeah. worst. And I wrote a column saying how clever yeah. they were with yeah. that. You know, opening they did in conjunction yeah. with uh, Rocking That Cultural Center. The place there. was packed that first month. Right. It is the worst. I mean, you, I have never been in there and been less than forty-five minutes of getting a drink, yeah. let alone food. Hour and a half for the food, and I'm talking well, the six, trick, seven, eight times.
1: Uh, it's like uncrowded. It's too. like it's like uh, Yogi Berra said about his favorite restaurant. He says no one goes there anymore. It's, it's too, too crowded. crowded. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that's a great line. <laughs> But um, the, uh, uh, they're actually under the same management and under the same I know. The same That's why shift. I can't
0: believe because the rudder And the menus is, are very similar. Yeah, but the rudder is yeah. so well run. And the menus are sort of Small. similar. But it's more uh, custom food at the rudder. You know, you, each of those dishes is well uh, thought out. It's fry kettle stuff at the studio. Not all of it. No. Well... It's the same...
1: Yeah. They used to have a very good master chef, yeah. and there was a falling out. He left. I so and wanted the, the studio the, to the be. The restaurant manager is designing the menu now. Yeah. And, you know, I, I can't bite the hand that feeds Well, me, I love so. Frank O'Hearn, <laughs> and we
0: we had the... Um,
1: we had There the, are some dishes that I like there. Their yeah. flatbreads are good at the studio, okay. as is the sushi. All
0: right. So the service things. is just miserable, though. I just yeah. don't get that, and uh, yeah. I, I don't understand because I love going to the Rudder, and yeah. I just always feel like great cuisine and good food. And uh, uh, although I like their old tuna tartar better than their new, but you know. Well, yeah. and the mules. Remember the one with the sausage and. De gustabus non
1: disputatum est.
0: Oh, Latin. We haven't had any Latin yeah. on the show. Oh. Well, oh, that's the only
1: Latin I know. Well, except what for not. What does non- that mean Ill- now? Uh, de gustibus, taste. There is no argument over taste. Oh,
0: there you go. Well, that's the it. only
1: other Latin I know is uh, 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 illegitimus non carburendum.
0: You're the second person to say that to me.
1: Well, it's appropriate in this day, in political age. And, and what does it mean again? Don't let the bastards grind you down. Oh, that's right. It's not Latin. Maybe you're the one that said it the to Brits me. The Brits coined it during World <laughs> War II. Okay. Oh, they oh. say oh non illegitimi because no. that would be the plural illegitimus.
0: Oh well, that's so yeah. funny. Well, yeah. well, I look forward to more sailing with you. Now you're taking off for the warm country soon, right? Is I, is your boat down there or no? It you're is. In, it yes. is boats
1: yeah. in boats in Florida. Have been there since uh, the first week of November.
0: And then you'll fly down and then sail it to the Caribbean,
1: Bahamas again. Bahamas, I yeah. say. I cruise through the Bahamas from the yeah. northernmost part in the Abacos. Yeah. All the way to the uh, tippy toe south part, the ragged islands. Also and you known have known favorite anchorages
0: where you can, do, uh, yeah, drop a hook and know. I got the hold. favorite old
1: ones, and I'm you yeah. know usually and you know, always finding new ones.
0: Are you usually a uh, free uh, moorer, or do you buy moorings every night? I never buy. That's what I thought. I anchor knowing you. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, I just. Uh, well, your boat yeah. is not. I don't want to say easy. It's not easy
0: to anchor, right.
1: but it's not like yeah, it's a lot easier. Super to anchor.
0: displacement where it's pulling
1: like. It's easier to anchor than it is to bring it to a dock. Yeah, totally. And the problem But, but I mean, docks, it doesn't, it's not pulling
0: yeah. and yanking and weighing two yeah. tons. like.
1: Do, docks are not only expensive, but they're also loaded with vermin. Oh. Uh, the, and they're the, hard to get off of. The six-legged variety yeah. and the two-legged variety yeah, as well. No, uh,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and you already have a wife, so you know you don't need that two-legged variety. I don't variety. need any help. Yeah, and your <laughs> wife is Judy Cox, who is an incredible artist in her own right. She is, and she coined and invented that wonderful thing using the miniature figures, yeah. Yeah. and then taking photos. As well, was quite they were... an original invention yeah. for her. Yeah,
1: when she discovered that, and she's developed that into quite a variety of images, and they have a lot of traction. She does. But do they, quite they do well internet sales? Is that because I was she would sells think... some on the internet? Yeah. Um, this year, she's turning over a new leaf, so to speak, and is trying her hand at uh, trade and craft shows. Oh! And she just oh. had a very successful one down in Pawtucket. Ah! Oh. Just before uh, Will dealers
0: buy them and then resell them, or is it people? She's
1: represented by the Square Circle Gallery in Rockport. Oh, how do you like that? So they've oh. been they've been representing her work for four years. Or five oh, so years
0: she'll now. go and she won't buy her own booth. She'll go to their booth, kind of thing.
1: No. Uh, when she goes to these craft shows they're out of town yeah. where she can find an expanded market. Yeah. Where people aren't familiar but with. But she, she'll have her own booth. Uh, yeah, she oh. has her own she has a oh. uh, a little booth that I help her set up yeah. indoors and yeah. she also has a pop-up tent. Oh. And she's done a couple of the local festivals out at the Cordova down in Manchester. Oh. things like that. She's so going to concentrate on the bigger, further out-of-town ones. Is
0: Decordova and Concord? Is that Concord, yeah. yeah. Concord, right. Concord <laughs> right. Well, I love uh, the art stuff you do and the yeah. sailing stuff. I will say this. I have always been kind of at a uh, loss to understand why all the sailors in Gloucester, nobody <clears> will <throat> come out with me. And uh, I
1: know they are, they are scared. Yeah, And they look
0: at me... Oh, well, because
1: because you go out in extreme weather in the winter.
0: But even in the summer, I'll invite them, and they're yeah. on those little sunfishes, and I say, I got the survival suit. We'll yeah. stay in the inner harbor. The yeah. only person who will ever come yeah. is Tom Cox. So I've always wondered, and I try to say, <laughs> look, that old man can do it. And... uh and uh, they won't. I mean, everyone yeah. Steiger, Jeffrey, Richard. No, I don't think I don't
1: think anyone else is you know as, as addicted Sibley. to sailing as you and I.
0: You, I guess so. But I mean,
1: you you've got that uh, that three hundred sixty five you know, yeah. consecutive day record. Yeah. yeah. And I just enjoy the pants yeah. off it. Yeah, I got to yeah.
0: three thirty one this year, which was pretty good because well, I was darn good. I was twenty one days out of state because yeah. my mother uh, was very ill at the end, and uh, yeah. so I only missed about nine days. Right. <laughs> so and a lot right. of that was keeping my marriage
1: intact. Right. Well, I remember. The the, uh, the log book, you yeah. probably still keep, I it. keep it, but yeah. I remember the days, the the special days, we get went out oh. on the 210, oh. and we put down yeah. 24, or 2020 with four stars yeah. was like the ultimate. That was That's 20 right. knots of wind,
0: 20 degrees,
1: 20 degrees yeah. and four <laughs> stars is blizzard. <laughs> was blizzard. Three was heavy
0: snow. Two was, yeah.
1: And what's interesting, to speak in the climate to those change, days.
0: you go back in that book, and you'll see <laughs> 20 or 30 of those days. Yeah, and now I'll see one or two a year yeah. when I go back and look for snow. Yeah, I mean obviously, 2015 had a lot of stars because yeah. I was able to keep sailing through that winter. Well, but well, uh, most, most of the
1: winters today, there's no snow. Yeah. it's so interesting. It's yeah. like, cause well, it's we did all have anecdotal. we did have a little Christmas snow here. Yeah, no, but, but, we have But uh, you know, just a little further yeah. north, the that's my blizzard.
0: only uh, that's my only snow. No, I had one other one. My mm-hmm. only, I have two snow days so far this year. Right. But the winners just kept going.
1: Well it's still time to, time to put the skates on the boats There you
0: go Well, the winter might be just getting going But this show has pretty much come to the end of the line Wow, tonight. what a fast half hour It was, wasn't it? I told you it would be fun How time um, flies when you're enjoying yourself And I want to thank my engineer, Jim Capillo Who is the best He's mycapillo.com <laughs> So we'll see you all next time You ain't seen nothing yet <laughs> <on> Fish <Town, laughs> look Everybody dance All right